0: hello everyone and welcome to the show today we'll be celebrating 20 years of star wars episode 2 attack of the clones directed of course by george lucas and released on this date may 16th 2002 so join me and we'll celebrate My name is Brennan Marr. that noise you're hearing is my ventilator, and welcome to Serving Drinks, my Monday show, presented by Page-Turner's They Were Not, a Star Wars podcast. Normally on Mondays, I've been posting episodes of Random Trek, with me and my friend Chris Engel exploring random episodes of Star Trek. Uh, Because our captain, Chris Engel, was not with us last week, I posted the random trick episode of me pontificating uh, last Friday. Thus serendipitously clearing it up so that we could talk today about the big main topic. 20 years of Attack of the Clones. So let us cast our minds back to 2002. Now, of course, I had seen Phantom Menace in the theater. I bought it on VHS, watched it to death, pretty much had it memorized. Like most fans, I was very excited for Attack of the Clones. Now, at this time, I did not go to see movies on opening day. I think the only movie I saw on opening day during those years was The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, also released in 2002. Released in December, I forget the exact date. So I did not see Attack of the Clones on opening day. I had heard, I do recall, and and this is a lot of, this has been many years, so it's hard to remember. I remember hearing maybe one or two things about it that seemed to suggest to my mind that it may have done better than The Phantom Menace. Uh, As far as The reaction to it. Now, I was aware of the reaction to The Phantom Menace. Uh, I had chronicled my long relationship with that film. But let's turn our minds to Attack of the Clones. So I remember seeing it in theater. I don't recall thinking that much of it. I was just like, okay, Star Wars movie all right clones okay at that time because of some of the star wars legends material particularly some of the things established by timothy zahn in his trilogy suggested that the clones would be the bad guys in the clone Wars. that obviously was not the case in the movie. So some interesting things that came along and surprised me. The only thing I really remember about seeing it is the, I think we were driving home, and my mom said, that was terrible. What happened to Anakin's mom? And it was indeed. Now, shortly thereafter the movie is when my feelings toward it started to sour. Whether they were my own feelings or osmosis of the general feelings of the fandom and my family, I could not tell you. But my opinion quickly turned negative on the film. And I believe that even that very summer, I lament to say that even my family, my extended family, every summer we would all get together at my grandma's house and part of the activities would be to film little home movies. And the home movie we made had a segment in it that we called the Pit of Hayden's Doom instead of the Pit of Caza Doom in Lord of the Rings. So what it basically was is it's me narrating it. It's me doing the voice of a figurine of Gandalf, Gandalf the Wizard, um, basically confronting a action figure of of Anakin Skywalker, voiced by my cousin. And instead of saying, you shall not pass, it's you cannot act. And mind you, this is not to the character of Anakin that we're talking. This is to Hayden Christensen himself we're talking. Gandalf knocks him down the pit and the music of, you know, a glory, glory, hallelujah starts playing. I look back on that video now and I kind of cringe. So that was kind of the tempo temperature, I should say, at the time. And I think looking back, I certainly it took me a long time to grapple with certain bits of acting or bits of directing in the movie. And I think that a lot of it was. I desired to go with the flow, and so a lot of my dislike of the movie might have been cultural osmosis and a desire to keep up with the times. Though, you know, that's a whole story in and of itself. And it's hard to really say right now, looking back, did I really dislike it that much? Or was it more a desire to keep up with the Joneses, as they say? We may never know for sure, but that is, in a nutshell, my experience with the movie during its release and a few years after its release. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, I'm going to give you my thoughts on it now. See you in a minute. Okay. We are back. So, for many years, I did not rewatch Attack of the Clones. It's possible I may have gone 10 or even 11 years without seeing it again. I did not own it on any home video format until probably 2013 or maybe even 2014. The copy that I still have. So I saw it in theater and then didn't see it again for many years. In 2012, The Clone Wars released exclusively on Netflix. Season 6. I had peripherally been aware of The Clone Wars. I had watched a few episodes when it was on Cartoon Network. Uh, Those of you... Those of you who are really young might not even know what Cartoon Network was. It was a TV channel. Back in the old days. So I had watched a couple episodes, like the Malevolence arc. Uh, But I had not really watched The Clone Wars until... After The Clone Wars was cancelled after Season 5. They released Season 6 exclusively on Netflix. It was at that point that I watched the entire series. Now that may have played some small part in my reevaluation of Attack of the Clones. So I thought Attack of the Clones on home video, I introduced it to my nurse who had never seen any Star Wars film and we watched all of them. And I had a similar reaction to most people of ugh then maybe watched it again just for kicks and then something strange happened after i stumbled across for ken joseph and jennifer because of their discussions of the film I was beginning to rethink my position. I was holding on very tight to my dislike of the film. Until The Last Jedi came out, Okay, You might be wondering, what the heck does The Last Jedi have to do with this? One of the most profound lines in all of Star Wars is when Rose Tico says to Finn, that's how we're going to win. Not fighting what we hate, but saving what we love. A line which I think is magnificent and very meaningful. I had a certain relation of mine right after the movie going, what a stupid quote that is. I think he missed the point. So I began to think to myself, am I focusing too much on what I don't like about the movie, and putting that aside so I can enjoy the rest of it? And I thought, you know what, I think that might be it. So when I rewatched it, this time with another nurse, and he had seen all the movies. But we were rewatching all eight films at the time. Well actually at that time it would have been there would have been ten films. Because of solo and Rogue One. We rewatched all ten films. We didn't watch the Clone Wars film. That's that's a different story. We watched all 10 tales in preparation for The Rise of Skywalker. And this time, we watched them in chronological order. Now, when I watched Attack of the Clones, and this would have been probably in mid 2018. I think I, I don't think we had owned solo on, on video yet because it wasn't released but we had just seen it in theaters so it was fresh in our minds when we both of us re attack of the clones myself personally i chose to put aside what i don't like to ignore the stuff that you know like don't like sand or the you know Padme obviously wearing a helmet so we weren't fooled by body that we're getting killed or you know on and on and on and on I took those things and I put them in a box basically And I decided, you know what? I'm not gonna worry about those things and I'm gonna focus on what I love. And I came away from it with a completely different experience. Because, not because the movie had changed, not because of watching the Clone Wars, because I chose to change my perspective. And ever since that time, that was five, four years ago, every time I've watched it, I've gained a new appreciation. And I have rewatched it since that time, probably five times. And a lot of this, of course, is to do with studying for my first class league and other matches. And even then, I'm not doing it as a chore. I'm doing it because I legit enjoy the experience. Because I was able to put aside the things I didn't like, I was able to pick up on things I never noticed. Okay, in the scene that that everyone liked to make fun of at the time, with Anakin saying, I killed them all, you know, that scene. If I ignore the kind of whiny, clunky dialogue, and it's not really that bad, I ticked up on something amazing. The music playing during that moment, the motif, the theme that's playing, it's not the Darth Vader theme, mm-mm. It's Antwerp Taventine's theme. Which has led me to theorize, as i talked about it many times, that maybe Tata Tauti had something to do with the death of Anakin's mother. To drive Anakin into a dark side-fueled rage. I talked about that theory. I won't waste your time with that here. I never would have noticed that if I had not chosen... To put aside the things I didn't like and say they were what I do like. To not fight what I hate, but save what I love. An honest truth, I enjoy that movie. I really do. There are a myriad of things I could talk about that I love. That I could go on and on and on and talk to you or I'll tell you're tired of hearing it if you do not like or hate or strongly dislike that film, then that's your right. I can only tell you what I have experienced. If that movie has never worked for you, fine. If you've seen it maybe only once, I would suggest revisiting it and maybe trying to focus on the things that are good about it. If that doesn't work for you, you know what? That's fine. But I'll tell you, it works for me. Everyone should have a right to an opinion. Everyone should be free to express their opinion without others coming down on them. And furthermore, Gatekeeping is not something we need. Like, gatekeeping is when someone says, You can't be a fan if you like this movie. We can do away with all those things. And I'm so happy to see that there is a reappreciation, a re evaluation, and a new degree of appreciation for that film. And beyond that, an entire generation that has grown up with that Star Wars. It is marvelous to see. I am so happy to be celebrating it. I am so happy that at Star Wars Celebration, there will be be much celebrating of it so that it truly will be a Star Wars Celebration. 20 years of Attack of the Clones. Back then, in the mid-2000s, and even in the early 2010s, the idea of celebrating Attack of the Clones might have seemed like a foreign concept to some people. Yet here we are, and here I am, having gone on probably the biggest journey the biggest wrestle I've had with any Star Wars film, only to now find myself enjoying that movie and watching it, not for chore, but for genuine pleasure. So, those are my thoughts on 20 years of Attack of the Clones. We could go on and on and on with so many things to say. One last thing I would like to say before I finish is for so many years, I was critical of George Lucas. For so many years, I was looking at why saying, oh, George this, oh, George that. Well, I've come to realize that he made the movie he wanted to make. I could take it or leave it. It's just that simple. So, those are my thoughts on celebrating 20 years of the Dark of the Clones. My name is Brendan Maher. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And thank you for tuning in to Serving Drinks, presented by Paige Turners, They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast.